CBN. Help us out any way that you can. 734-763-3500 for Ted Pickett's Lincoln Bohm, Rob Salomon, and Mike Tobin. I'm Steve Schuster saying good night, everyone, and go blue. Let's get it started. 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 The only six seconds left, and then Chad Kowarik will be released. Six seconds of power play time remaining. Henson was thrown out of the uh, face-off circle because Desch went over to shout instructions to Kalorn. Thank you for listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. If you'd like to contact the sports department, please email us at sports at WCBN.org or call the station at 734-763-3500. Pass comes forward. Here's Hensick. Now to Kaloric. He's behind the defense. He's in. Shot and score. Chad Kaloric out of the penalty box gives the Wolverines a 4 nothing lead. Let's get it started here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started here. Well, uh, good evening and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. And tonight we're uh, doing a fundraiser uh, version of Gray Matters. We're going to try and keep it short, snappy, and sweet. Give you time to get over to the phones, 763-3500 for a local call. Longtime supporters of uh, any program or the station in general should uh, consider calling more than once even. I yeah. would recommend. You need to get a shirt for your sister. And forget about Anna Nicole Smith. Show us some love. <laughs> <laughs> she died as an American. Too many chemicals, too many lawsuits. Too much bathos and way too much melodrama. Indeed. <laughs> anyway, we won't talk about her. We'll let the mainstream media wallow in her celebrity, uh, pathetic celebrity lifestyle. death worship. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much uh, what passes for entertainment. Although uh, there's no shortage of uh, reality intrusions for anyone paying attention, as I'm sure people are aware. Yeah, reality TV star. Okay. Uh, well, whatever happened to that reality TV show about the war where, uh, you know, they were kind of controlling uh, little clips? <laughs> Doesn't really seem to have panned out. As very little has uh, been able to uh, remain in control. In fact, past few months, worst ever. Yeah, well, Dick Cheney probably can't control everything. He's uh, doing his best. <laughs> He's a tired puppet master. Put his imprint on everything else. And, uh, I mean, a classic, one of the things we do down here on Gray Matters, of course, is political analysis. And we try and uh, expose disinformation as well as uh, what's really going on. But uh, this just, look at the last couple of weeks. We have the Libby trial revealing lies, deception, deliberate leaking to the press, manipulation of the press. Dick Cheney is the master leaker as well as the control of master control. <laughs> um, Dr. Evil. Um, the U.S. begins occasionally bombing Somalia as part of the war on terrorism. Uh, U.S. Uh, aircraft carriers are dispatched to the Persian Gulf. Uh, in fact, another one apparently is on the way today. Israel is uh, linked to alleged use of cluster bombs. 
and uh, it's uh, July uh, 2006, August 2006, bombing and invasion of Lebanon. We get the Inspector General reporting that Doug Feith has cooked the intelligence book uh, books, you know, leading to the uh, war in Iraq. It's about time his name got kicked out of the dust again. We have a rash of helicopters shot down over uh, uh, Iraq the last uh, several weeks. I think it's up to six, which should total uh, now, of apparently, according to the Brookings Institute, 57 since the war started. So what does the administration do? It starts... A anonymous briefing in Iraq linking Iran to uh, some specialized uh, IED device, right. claiming that this comes from the top of the regime of Iran. Anonymous sources. This is just classic uh, disinformation, uh, part of a really a, an effort of uh, mass distraction, as usual. Well, it might even be worse than that. There might be an actual attempt to try and bait uh, Iran into a response, yeah. uh, an overt one. Uh, there's another recent uh, report of Iranian diplomats seized by men in Iraqi army uniforms who may or may not have been part of the Iraqi army, but reported to the U.S. military. And uh, you forgot another glimmer of uh, recent good news. And, of course, I'm being facetious there uh, in the list of bad Bad craziness, as uh, Hunter Thompson might have observed uh, in the past few weeks in Iraq. American strike kills Kurdish troops. Mm -hmm. Explanation for attack on allies expected later. Um, and then, of course, as I mentioned, and paired with a rather poignant photo, about which I'll have a word in a moment, we uh, have this headline from uh, February 7th, U.S. death rate in Iraq climbs. More U.S. troops were killed in combat in Iraq over the past four months, at least 334 through January 31st, than in any comparable stretch since the war began. So um, surging into a buzzsaw might not be the best idea. But we've reached the point now where even in mainstream, you know, corporate, generic, let's face it, the Ann Arbor News, not a terrifically uh, investigative paper, uh, but where the nature of the articles and the tone of the headlines has uh, completely switched into just bad vibe mode on this war. There's no selling this war anymore. And you have a photo, which, you know, is an inadvertent anti-war poster fodder. It's a very somber-looking African-American couple being presented a crisp folded flag as the uh, sole remainder of their uh, son killed uh, when a, a bomb exploded underneath his truck in Iraq as the white officer kind of gingerly passes this flag off. I mean, that's where the war is. That's where the surge is going to end up. And that's an anti-war poster. Um, and another little piece of incidental, what I guess I would call the incidental background noise of local crime and hard luck stories that uh, kind of paint a picture of where our country is at. And just, you know, within the past few months, there's a, a uh, series of crimes involving uh, heavy narcotics being investigated and uh, associated to an attorney in uh, Brighton, I think. But anyway, this paragraph kind of jumped out at me. The death certificate for Tiffany Gregory, an Army National Guard medic from Ypsilanti, showed that she died of intravenous drug use uh, June 16th. Um, 
Gee, that doesn't sound too much like Vietnam, does it? Uh, people coming back, uh, traumatized, shell-shocked, badly shattered as individuals. Um, this photo, you know, families crushed. Mm -hmm. uh, and for what? Now those people are, you know, going to go home and put this flag uh, in a box someplace. And, uh, you know, their son uh, paid the ultimate price, but for what? That's... Uh, well, for at this point, George Bush's pride. Anyway, yeah. uh, show some, so show us some uh, pride in uh, WCBN seven three four seven six three thirty five hundred is the number to call. Don't need to get too maudlin there. We gotta stay uh, positive with uh, what we can do. Free speech in America. Free speech is a free speech radio news a program available only on WCBN in this area. That's uh, a service that we provide to the listening community, and certainly that's worth a $25, $30 pledge uh, for that and the local programming, which uh, you hear on this program, this uh, station. And, of course, besides serious political analysis, we occasionally focus on rodents. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We always have got the famous story of the man who found a mouse in his burrito. <laughs> and then there's this recent uh, item from New Jersey. Uh, this is uh, interesting. Uh, New Jersey, of course, probably best known for all of those uh, refinery plants, chemical <laughs> operations, you name it. Uh, it's a scary place sometimes, even though the western part of New Jersey uh, is beautiful. Um, but this is in honor of Granny Clampett. <laughs> the New Jersey state officials have warned squirrel hunters near a toxic waste dump about consuming the critters because they are contaminated with lead. Uh, this uh, gives a detail about... Um, <clears throat> tainted squirrel meat. Yeah, <laughs> tainted squirrel meat <laughs> in the state of New Jersey, uh, dated uh, the 29th of... Is this what the world has come to? <laughs> 29th of uh, January of this year uh, from the Associated Press. It talks about the... Uh, <clears throat> Toxic waste uh, coming from paint sludge dumped in the area by Ford Motor during the 1960s and early 70s. Yeah, see, that stuff is still floating around. Yeah, right. And is now closed uh, due to uh, Ford, uh, you know, cutting back on manufacturing. So the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection has sent letters out advising all adults eating squirrels more than twice a week. And even less for children and pregnant women. Do that many people eat squirrels? I have no idea. I thought that was sort of a, a I, thing of the past and only right. lampooned on what the Beverly Hillbillies and right. Granny Clampett. I'm sure there are you know, mountain folk in Appalachia who would eat an occasional squirrel or maybe even a regular squirrel, but I mean, come on. But it's good to know that That's the uh, Department of uh, Health and Services in the state of New Jersey is okay. on the job yeah. advising people not to eat more than two a week. Well, on the other hand, well, this makes me wonder now, too, about the, uh, the potential health uh, side effects of eating. Uh, you know, when you go ride the train into Chicago, you uh, occasionally see very large pheasants and game birds uh, in the more empty parts of town. So probably shouldn't eat the Chicago pheasant either. Jerry Mack might be able to give me some info on that. 763-3500, 734-763-3500. Do give us a call down here on Gray Matters. Yeah, that's uh, not going to cost you much money as an individual to keep this radio station that provides so many great uh, programs uh, to you all year for free afloat with just uh, a little bit of money. Um, 
let's face it, there's a lot of money that gets wasted in this country, and our tax dollars certainly are uh, ripe for abuse. You can uh, have a laugh at the tax man by actually uh, using your donation to WCBN as a tax write-off. You'll get a benefit on that uh, end of the deal as well. And uh, let's face it, we can't uh, do much about where our taxes go at the moment, but you can uh, keep a local community student radio station afloat with just a $25, $35, $50 pledge. Heck, even a 5 or $10 pledge. Uh, consider this sort of wasteful spending. Uh, development of the Expeditionary Fighting Vehicle, a new armored uh, personnel carrier, uh, cost the Marine Corps $1.7 billion, but is so unreliable that the Pentagon is ditching plans to start building it. $1.7 billion into the program. Uh, and want to start over with seven new prototypes, which will cost $22 million each. That's uh, a, a crime, in uh, in my opinion, of uh, misuse of public funds. Um, but it would also be a crime if this radio station were to cease to be because uh, not enough people uh, felt like digging in and pulling out $25, $35 to donate for a shirt in return. Yeah. 763-3500, area code 734-763-3500. Either way, we've got uh, CBN celebrities taking calls as we speak. And, of course, uh, the interesting uh, juxtaposition of the cost of those weapons compared to the big brouhaha that erupted last week over Nancy Pelosi, who was apparently called Queen Nancy for a while, uh, because of this, you know, this uh, jet... Uh, Oh, the military jet. I mean, yeah. talk about a non-story. Once again, who's doing it? Uh, the uh, Republican uh, members of the House trying to create a diversionary tactic. I mean, well, that's obviously, what they got. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just a nonsensical thing. They don't care about the more than two billion dollars a week we're spending in Iraq, apparently. And uh, I mean, you know, whatever. She's third in line for the presidency. It's probably a bit extravagant, but. They gave Denny Hastert a uh, big plane for his beefy body. <laughs> I was going to say, he's a big boy. <laughs> Needs those extra turbo boosters. And of course, you know, Pelosi resides in California, so I don't know all the details, but I think it's it's a mountain out of a molehill, and it's typical of how uh, the media overly focuses on these kinds of stories and ignores the big picture. They see the trees, but not the forest. Uh, one of my all-time favorite uh, clippings, that I always bring up during a fundraiser uh, show in particular is the famous report that came out in the late 1990s uh, that appeared in the Washington Post uh, by Walter Pincus, who's uh, one of the top uh, uh, um, sort of national security defense uh, investigative journalists still working today uh, with respect to the Brookings Institute report. This is staggering, but get a, a load of this. Uh, this came out in January of 1998. Since 1940, the United States has spent 5.8 trillion—that's trillion—dollars—on nuclear weapons programs, more than any single program except Social Security. By the way, to put that in—that's in an ironic pairing, by the way, security, uh, Social yeah. Security, and and that's basically nuclear. roughly twice. 
uh, by the way, the current proposed entire budget of the uh, federal government Indeed. that Bush just submitted a couple of weeks ago. That's an entire year of federal spending. This is twice. And this is what the United States has spent on nuclear weapons. This is the fascinating thing. Uh, over this uh, four-and-a-half period, five-decade period, uh, roughly speaking, other defense spending accounted for $13.2 trillion. Social Security, by the way, was $7.9 trillion. Nuclear weapons ranked just ahead of welfare payments and interest on the debt. This is where your tax money is going, this sort of uh, perpetual militarization of the world that the United States is involved in. It's and that we've uh, been, as taxpayers, you know, unwittingly strong-armed into. Yeah, oblivious to. You know, the, the public is more interested in Anna Nicole Smith and her sorry life than what's really going on in the world. And it was fascinating, of course, that Putin uh, of, of the Soviet Union, or Russia, I should say, just this past week at a public speech uh, criticizing America's uh, long arm of militarism in the region and all of the complications that, are, that, it, that it's really causing. And uh, there's no end to it. That's, that's the tragic thing. The uh, uh, Bush administration is continuing uh, its uh, strange goal of, of probably trying to promote a war in Iran. Uh, nuclear... Facilities in Iran are the big brouhaha that the uh, administration is trying to scare the American public with. And I heard nothing but all these analysts all last week say, we got to take them out. They asked one expert how long it would take. Uh, Larry Kudlow asked uh, one hawk how long it would take. He said, oh, we could wipe everything out in an hour or two <laughs> with our Some military. Some of those people uh, are talking nuclear strike, too. As I have mentioned before, it's openly acknowledged, and uh, they have regular reader polls in the Israeli media about should we make a first nuclear strike on Iran. And, mm -hmm. you know, many there are in favor of it. Um, Somewhat disturbing, uh, first nuclear strike is such a casual topic of conversation. And uh, it definitely seems like uh, the Bush administration wants to kind of force Iran's hand at this point and uh, try to get them to uh, make the first big reaction uh, on the field militarily. And let's make no mistake of it, Iran is clearly involved in some of the uh, insurgency groups in Iraq, but that's oh. not at the heart of the problem. Right. The problem is is that the United States uh, went into Iraq with uh, a very poor concept of where it was going. <laughs> and although, you know, large, primarily Shia Iran uh, stands to benefit from the chaos and instability of, of Iraq, certainly it's important to remember, uh, and this is not to defend but to contextualize, that uh, Iran is essentially militarily surrounded by the United States. It is. Um, and... We would feel, uh, imagine how Americans would be hyped on the idea of outside threats if Iran actually controlled parts of Canada and Mexico. I mean, that's really the scenario within which their politics operate. And let's remember, of course, that the American war in Afghanistan uh, ironically strengthened Iran. So did overthrowing Saddam Hussein. Indeed. It was Brent Scowcroft, of all people, uh, sort of mainstream old-fashioned Republican who raised the entire issue well, well before the war ever started with Iraq. What are we going to do when the Shiites win the elections? Right. 
Uh, Bush has never answered that question, but and he, he never will. He'll just keep uh, changing the subject uh, back to terror and uh, what how he's making us safe. He, he reassures us of that fact just about every week. But do reassure us down here on WCBN with your pledge of support, 734-763-3500. That's right, operators standing by, and uh, consider uh, a pledge for, as I've mentioned, free speech radio news as well. Excellent programming that brings uh, not the voices of uh, talking heads and experts and fixtures in New York City or some other capital, but actually gives you a chance to hear in-the-field reporting from local people, whether they be from Nepal or Somalia. Um, you actually hear the voices of those who live there and are reporting on uh, the events uh, from that point of view. That's well worth a pledge of 25 or $30. And for that matter, uh, for public affairs programming in general down here at the radio station, uh, Dick and I have many wide-ranging interests uh, as a host of the program. I consider myself the junior partner. Uh, we are not talking head experts, uh, but we're also not uh, hacks, think takers, or paid geeks. We are just good Americans like yourselves with a critical eye and uh, a willingness and desire to spend a lot of time slogging through the media to pull out these little pieces of weirdness and criminality that uh, generally go uncommented upon in the mainstream media. 763-3500 is the number. And uh, if we can provide a laugh and a giggle occasionally as we do it, uh, well, that just helps keep everybody sane. Well, we like to educate, but we also like to uh, entertain as well because uh, the real world is a scary place. Got to laugh. Uh... Got to laugh at certain uh, things. And, of course, uh, Abraham Lincoln, and today's his, uh, his birthday. Uh, there you go. Pledge pledge for one for Abe. Abe. Send us five bucks in honor of Abe. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we need to do away with President's Day and get back to celebrating Abraham Lincoln's birthday and George Washington's birthday. That and maybe more sense. A little bit of honesty will return. Uh <laughs> To this society, because when I was a child, uh, that's how they were celebrated. It was Lyndon Johnson that changed that uh, tradition, and I think it's unfortunate because Abe Lincoln was known as Honest Abe, and of course George Washington could not tell a lie. You always ate that cherry pie on George Washington's birthday because of the, even if it's a mythical story. Right. Well, it has value as a it mythical story value. for children, and certainly, you know, what sort of stories can you tell children about? <laughs> The current president, uh, well, there's really nothing but mythology and falsehood. I can't even dignify it with mythology. It's bad public relations. And, of course, the classic, uh, you know, little illustration of the George Washington myth was that he was always standing with the hatchet behind his back yeah. as his dad queried him about the cherry tree. Ah, uh, the smoking gun is in your hand, George. That's right. But he fessed up. But he fessed up, and uh, that's what we need. We need you to cough up some cashola for WCBN 763-3500. Uh, another uh, thing that I always bring in uh, this time of year is the uh, interesting contrast between what the United States spends uh, on its uh, militarism versus China. Uh, this, by the way, is a uh, clipping from... Almost a decade ago, from the 29th of uh, October of 1997, showing superpower stats. 
these numbers have significantly changed. And you'll get a, a, a feel for this when I talk about a couple of these numbers here in which he contrasts a variety of things between the United States and China. GDP, China, $560 billion, the United States, $7.2 trillion. Military budget, United States, $263.9 billion, China, $31.7 billion. Wow. Of course, the United States' most recent budget is $622 billion. In military spending. In military spending, and this, of course, includes uh, uh, Iraq and Afghan operations. Uh, something, by the way, that China obviously is not burdened with. Strategic nuclear weapons, the United States, 7,150, China, 149. Long-range strategic bombers, the United States, 178, China, zero. These, by the way, are bombers like B-52s that carry nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. And during the Cold War, the United States used to have a fleet of these perpetually hovering and, over the globe hovering over the globe as part of our nuclear deterrent uh, against the Soviet Union mythical as it was ballistic uh, submarines uh, equipped submarines the United States 17 China uh, one ICBMs the United States 580 China 17 aircraft carriers 11 plus 1 being uh, refitted, China zero. This gives you an idea, by the way, of this phony argument that's being uh, circulated uh, in Washington these days that China is a new emerging military threat. Now, this is just nonsense. China has no interest in uh, emulating the United States with a uh, archipelago of military bases around the globe. China stays out of these uh, Conflicts. They always uh, avoid the military option, as is just repeatedly uh, shown in vote after vote in the United Nations. And, of course, China is an economic superpower uh, and a growing one, but uh, they are not a military threat to the United States. That is a false assertion. And, of course, the people that are promoting it are the very same people that promoted the war in Iraq and are now ginning up a possible airstrike on Iran. Scary stuff. Well, the axis of evil needs to have, uh, you, you've got to top it with something, right? Because, of course, we had the Soviet threat under which you and I grew up, the Cold War era, you know, a fear of everything Russian, communist, etc. And, uh, well, when the Soviet Union collapsed, conveniently enough, new enemies were whipped up, uh, there was actually once talk of a so-called peace dividend, which President H.W. Uh, Bush uh, was able to uh, get rid of. And it's worth uh, noting that he recently received the Reagan Award. I'm oh. not sure if you heard about this. Uh, former President uh, George H.W. Bush received the 2007 Ronald Reagan Freedom Award at a Tuesday night gala. Joking, the 40th president was a tough act to follow. He was an act indeed, wasn't mm -hmm. he? Uh, and this is interesting because, of course, George H.W. Bush was vice president for the entirety of the Reagan presidency. So you'd think he'd speak about him as a friend, but clearly they were not friends. But H.W. Uh, Bush never had the charisma and glossy bluster of Reagan. Uh, so this is what he had to say. This is Bush the first here. 
I wish I had a little Ronald Reagan in me when it came to communicating with the American people. Had I been blessed with my predecessor's remarkable skill, who knows? I might still be employed. Oh. As president? <laughs> I don't think today, unless, of course, he'd had the uh, military takeover, but... Uh, well, he is, he is of, employed yeah. in the Carlisle Group. And I mean, the Carlisle Group is a recipient and beneficiary of the war in Iraq. He, no doubt. Oh, omitted that uh, convenient fact. Uh, then, of course, uh, we go from rodents to this infamous man uh, decides to take a swim with Shamu at SeaWorld. Oh, this, this is, is a classic. This yeah. is a classic. Uh, this is one of those Associated Press items that uh, only happens in America. <laughs> The nude body of a SeaWorld visitor was found in the killer whale pool, where he had apparently gone swimming with one of the huge animals after the park closed. The body was found uh, early Tuesday dra uh, draped over the killer whale named Tequilum, which is just a perfect name, in the 50-degree water. His swimsuit was found in the tank. The 27-year-old man's identity was not immediately released. There was obviously... There was no obvious sign of trauma. Quote, he was not chewed up. He could have been pulled under by the whale's vortex. Or the whale may have considered him a toy. You gotta love it. I think I'll go swimming with Shamu. Well, I'm sure alcohol was probably involved in that as well. Alcohol and night swimming. It's a winning combination. Yes. Well, uh... This is a final minute of our program, I guess. We've, uh, I guess the clock's off a little bit in here, but uh, in either case, uh, we'd like to thank those who've called so far to pledge their support and encourage those who haven't to do so. Uh, just a quick word to uh, WCBN alumni. Mars and I were very delighted to host uh, former WCBN DJ Diana Salas at our house last night. She's on her way out east for some interviews and to visit uh, former CBNer Lisa Cohen, who is expecting a a second child, I believe. Mm -hmm. So we got to meet Diana's daughter and hear some of her stories uh, as a survivor of Katrina. So uh, good to know that the WCBN family of uh, DJs is doing well. And it would be nice to think that the community of listeners who benefit from the programming on this student community-run station would be able to show a little love, as you mentioned earlier there, Dick. Well, they were both delightful personalities down here at WCBN, uh, I think. Everyone would agree that Lisa Cohen uh, was definitely uh, the perpetual <laughs> recipient of miscongeniality. Uh, we all uh, loved her vivacious spirit and uh, just positive vibes. If there's ever a person that's uh, got the good karma, it's yep. uh, good old Lisa Cohen. So, and that's the kind of people that this, you know, institution, uh, if we can call ourselves an institution. Uh, is is happy to have his members and if we look around we want to thank our engineer tonight alex is doing something here on the computer in front of us he's as uh, downloading we, uh, oh, we're as, as looking we at show totals and uh fundraiser totals ah she's uh, he's he's pulling it up for us right now head on over to your phone and you can get in on this and your pledge will be entered as exactly at the moment that we're looking at the total and uh 570 can't be right no, that can't be right. Well, it looks good. I'm happy with that, if what? that's accurate, but uh, that would be a... It doesn't matter. Uh, it I, all goes to WCBN. Yeah, I, I noticed that was Here and Now, which is another show that uh, is sort of similar to what we do down here on Gray Matters, but 734-763-3500, uh, call now. Uh, 
Oh, that's a little anticlimactic. But that's a little uh, anticlimactic. But as uh, George Bush said of Ronald Reagan, it's a tough act to follow. Sometimes <laughs> sports is a tough act to follow. Um, indeed, indeed. But uh, next week, of course, we'll uh, uh, get back to some of the stuff we've been covering recently. I didn't have time to get to the Gore Vidal, uh, Arthur Bremer thing, but in the re- that's worth getting to, though, in the passing of a 